This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, and today we're going to talk about how to boost employee productivity with these key financial strategies. And with me today, I have financial planner Julie Chadwick. And Julie, it's kind of shocking to realize how much financial stress out there is really impacting the employees of the world. It really is. And in this environment in the world today, we want to make sure that if we have good employees, you want to keep them. Exactly. <laughs> and as what we're seeing is that about half the United States work force is dealing with financial stress. Wow. That's leading to about $5 billion in lost productivity. $5 billion <laughs> in lost productivity. That's an amazingly high number. And when we think about the fact that businesses today are trying to figure out ways to move faster, stronger, higher production, higher productivity levels, cut costs, and things like that, the amount of productivity that your business may be losing to your key people having financial stress and how the, it's impacting them on the job could just be enormous. Right. So while you want to, you know, employers are all about protecting the bottom line, they really need to take a look at protecting those key people that they want to make sure that they don't lose as an asset. Right. So there was a survey that came out recently by a company called Salary Finance, and they found that 48% of employees are worried about money and that these worries cost the employee about one month of productivity per year. Now listen, y'all know what you're paying your team members. Y'all know what you're paying your employees. And if you're basically paying them for an entire month and you could have got that much more work out of them or benefit to your firm if some of their financial worries were a little bit more in hand, I think that could be a huge upswing in potential growth of your business. Right, and that bottom line like we were talking about. And the lost productivity with increased turnover rates, I mean, that's just another thing that you're having to add more cost to your business that you didn't plan on. Right, because financially stressed employees are 2.2 times more likely to seek employment elsewhere. Right, so if they're not happy, they're going to be looking. <laughs> right, so if they're more than two times you know, more likely to be looking somewhere else, not only are you going to have recruitment costs involved that you could avoid, but you're going to have the lost productivity of a good person leaving and then that entire track of somebody else learning the job before it's being done at the same level that the last person did it. Right. So it's just kind of that compounding factor. One thing leads to another if it's not addressed soon enough and, and making sure that you're addressing how your employees are. Right. Now, the other thing that happens is that not only does the financial stress for your team members affect their productivity, it also affects their health issues. So this same survey said that a cash-strapped employee is 3.4 times more likely to experience anxiety or panic attacks and is four times more likely to suffer from depression. They're also 5.8 times more likely to miss deadlines and almost five times more likely to produce lower quality work. Right. So you may have that great key person who's a huge asset and you think their, their potential is amazing and it probably is. Mm -hmm. But if they're suffering from any of these issues, it's just lost productivity for you. Right. And, and then you couple that with the health issues. When they have more health care costs, that's going to drive the costs up of your health care program because usage of group health care programs tends to drive up the overall cost for them in future years. Right. So it's definitely something that you want to issue or address, you know, ahead of time before it gets to these certain levels. Now, you would think 
that sometimes this financial stress is going to be relegated to lower level employees, like people making lower wages. And the reality is that while that does hit them, this also affects people who are over what we would consider to be a high income mark. So the survey that they did uh, surveyed over 10,000 employees and 25% of them, one out of four was making over $160,000 a year. And what's interesting about that is you would you would just make an assumption, I think. Many yeah. people would make an assumption that income levels at that level would lead to financial stability when in fact 40% of the people making over 100,000 were deemed financially unstable. That's literally meaning like they have less than 3 months of savings under their belt. Yes. And, and that's an instability level that I think a lot of people would be shocked about. There's an inherent belief that if you're making enough money, then you've got your financial ducks in a row. <laughs> and that is false. <laughs> uh, all too often we see that, especially, you know, a lot of times high income wage earners, the last, you know, financial thing that they look at, financial stability and stuff is the last thing they look at because they're so busy or stressed out about their jobs and things. Right. They tend to not pay attention to those things. So vicious circle, right? You exactly. have stress about finance leads to stress about work, which leads to stress more about finance and then creates the health issues. And then there's stress about those. So it's like this vicious circle that can happen when it comes to having struggles within your own financial situation. So what the heck can you do about this? <laughs> Mary, how do we have a solution here? It's just really kind of morbid. Well, there's a way that you can go about helping your team members not to perpetuate this loop that we're talking about. And we just outlined a lot of statistics that talk about stress with your employees and how it really affects your bottom line. But if you're a business owner listening to this, or if you're on an executive management team listening to this, number one, 25% of your peers are probably struggling with this. And if you're the business owner, owner, 25% of your executive team might be struggling with this. This is something to sit up and pay attention to. Right. How do you create solutions that are going to ease the financial stress that impact and boost your bottom line and productivity? Right. So it's really taking a look at and taking care of your key employees and all your employees for that matter to make sure that they're going to continue on for you. Right. So there are a handful of solutions we're going to talk about today that really address these key points. And the first thing that I would say is this. One of the things that causes the most immediate gut-wrenching pain financially for people is if they're having cash flow or debt problems. That is something that can create a level of stress and also brings with it a level of shame and people don't want to talk about this, especially right. high-level executives. Right. And you may think high-level executives, like we talked about before, should be ha having, you know, this, you know, right. is something that they shouldn't have an issue with. But literally, it's something that's very secretive and people don't share it, so it's hard to understand it. Right. So when that happens, people feel backed into a corner when they have debt issues or when they have cash flow problems. And they frequently find that they have no one to talk to or no one they're comfortable talking to. And they also don't want to lose face, especially at the workplace. Mm -hmm. So one of the solutions is to, um, in a way that is unobtrusive, but making sure that everybody understands how to access it without singling anybody out is to offer access to debt management counselors or services. There are many of them out there. Sometimes they're local to your community. Sometimes they're national type of, of organizations. But 
making sure that you spread a message within your organization of, hey, if you're having any kind of financial problems, here's some debt management counselors that you can talk to to try to help right your ship. Right. Just that alone, that effort right alone, just there by making it known to people that these services are out there gives them that comfort and safety to maybe say, hey, maybe I do need this. It's just kind of that, you know, acknowledging it is really the first step. And if they know that there's a place that they can go to get help and it's coming from their employer, they're going to appreciate that all the more. Right. Now, this isn't something you're ever really going to know if it's helping people because because the shame that's involved right. in the debt management or the debt issues or you know, credit cards that got out of control or a spouse that has a lot of impulse spending issues, driving up debt levels and things like that. You're never going to hear about them, most likely. Um, But the reality is that people are going to utilize those services and just having a culture in your business where you're seen as being helpful for that is going to help ease some of that stress and boost some of the productivity. Right. One way I have seen it in the past is actually if those services were available and someone did take advantage of them, when they actually were able to seek help and get out of stressful or financial situations, they actually are more likely to say, hey, thank you. So mm-hmm. you might you might get a thank you, you know, here and there, because if you literally made that big of an impact in someone's life and were able to give them the tools and the strategies to be able to get out of a stre- you know stressful situation, they're probably going to reach out and say thanks. I've yeah. seen that before. So, Okay, so another issue that people have, aside from just cash flow and debt management issues, is worry about how their future is going to be. So worry about how their financial future is going to be can translate into a couple of issues when it comes to things like your retirement plan. So one worry is, am I going to have enough in retirement to actually be able to live when I retire? But the other big worry that is pervasive in companies is what if the market crashes and I lose a lot of money in my retirement plan? Right. Well, a lot of employers out there provide that retirement plan. That's all well and good. But a lot of times if the employees don't know how to maximize that plan or know how to invest correctly in that plan according to what their goals and desires are, then they're really kind of, they're maybe not taking advantage of the best way possible. Right. So solution number one is to offer a strong retirement plan. There's that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the number one. Yeah, so that's definitely going to at least be a step towards helping people ease the worry about how am I going to save for my future. But in addition to offering a good retirement plan, the more that you can work with an advisory team on that plan who's willing to do individual consultations with employees about how to save, how to utilize that plan, how to allocate investments in that plan, and things like that, the more that personal touch is happening, the the less financial stress your employees are going to have. Right. All too often when we find people that come in and visit, sit down to visit with us, we usually hear, well, we've got this retirement plan that's offered to us, a 401k or, you know, whatever, a simple IRA, whatever it might be. But literally they have no idea. They maybe started it several, several years ago. They never knew how to really invest mm-hmm. in it, what they should be in or understand how the plan fully works. So they get, you know, someone come in, talk to them maybe every couple years, and that's really all they get. So that is a really big thing is just offering that financial counseling opportunities where they can get educated. So if you're not working with a firm who offers financial counseling and individual asset allocation work and things like that to your employees, then I would suggest that you... Well, of course, maybe call us, <laughs> but you at least reach out to make sure that uh, you set that up for your team or you consider moving to an advisor who does do that. 
Now, another area that you can help your team in this same vein is by offering what are called lunch and learns. And lunch and learns is basically the employer is providing the space and allowing a financial advisor to come in and talk about key financial topics that can help employees learn and grow. And anytime that there's information instead of misinformation, anytime there's communication instead of fear of the unknown, you're going to be easing concerns and therefore boosting productivity. So lunch and learns can be about a variety of things. They can be about investment management. They can be about cash flow basics. They can be about retirement planning. They can be just about a variety of different things. It could even be taxes or tax management of your investments. But those type of learning opportunities and the ability to connect with someone who is an expert in that area can be an invaluable resource for your team. Right. So just you providing just the, the space, like we said, the space, and then, you know, maybe a little lunch or something like that. You're keeping your employees there. It's a time when they're captive audience. You have them there. They can get that education that they need. Yeah. And a lot of times they're more willing to open up and ask questions and get the questions answered for them too. You might even find that employees are willing to bring their own lunch. It might be like, bring your sure. own brown bag lunch, and here's the education piece of this. You'd be surprised how many people do want education and want to move forward financially, but they don't necessarily know how to access those resources. So as an employer, this is a great way for you to be able to provide the setting that is going to lead to an ease of financial stress that comes right back down to your bottom line. Congratulations to Mary Stirk for being named the 2020 Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors list for the third year running. Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, where we're talking today about how to boost employee productivity with certain key financial strategies. Now, we talked a lot at the beginning of the show about the financial stress that, that, that people have and how it relates to lack of productivity. There was also a, um, a test done through the Society for Human Resource Management that said that financial stress has resulted in a 34% increase in absenteeism and in tardiness. So if you want to make sure that your people are there and productive when they're there, these key financial strategies can really help improve the culture, the morale, and ultimately lessen the financial stress that your team is facing. Right. So simply by putting some input into your team and making sure that they're financially sound and then, you know, their health is there. Those are simply just going to turn around and be something that's going to give output to you and your company. Now, we talked a little bit about cash flow and debt management. We talked about some retirement and retirement plan issues. Now I want to dive into the issue of healthcare because the reality is that when asked, most people will raise their hand if you say who in their room is concerned about the high cost of healthcare. Pretty much we get every hand raised <laughs> whenever we're talking about that. Exactly. So healthcare is a big issue. Now, your company may or may not offer a health plan, um, but understanding your health plan and understanding how to reduce their out-of-pocket costs within the health plan that you have is something that is a great strategy. So making sure that your HR team has effectively educated your team members on how to utilize their benefits is strategy number one. Strategy number two would be to do some type of education for people as they're getting older and thinking about transitioning into the Medicare realm. 
Because the Medicare realm is, there's no way other way to say it. It's a complex system. Yeah. And many of the people who've been long-term employees within your company may be trying to weigh the benefits of, do I stay on my company's group plan or should I move to Medicare? And the answer is, well, it's probably different for everyone. Yeah, there's no one situation fits all. So it's right. really just having that discussion and being able to offer the services where they can get the education and the advice on that. So the more you can do to educate your people about how Medicare works, the better. And there are all kinds of resources out there to do it. You could have some classes on it. You could refer them to agents who do Medicare supplement business that can explain that to them. There are seminars that are out there that advisors do to really help people understand how to work within the healthcare system, especially once they get to age 65 and beyond. So I think that's definitely something that when you're addressing financial stress is something to keep on your mind. It's going to keep that financial stress too low if they understand how the program works. So Right. Okay, now let's shift gears and talk a little bit about your most highly compensated people. Because as a business owner, the people that you want to stay working on your team are the ones that are for sure the high-level executives, the ones that are responsible for your leadership within your company. And the leadership within your company, as we heard in the earlier study, still around 25% of your leadership team is likely to be experiencing some level of significant financial stress. So even though they might be making a lot of money, they also might be spending a lot of money. (laughs) There might be different areas that you could probably improve their situation, which in turn, again, is going to return better to you and your profits for the company. Right. And so what you sometimes see with the higher level executives is even if they're making a lot of money, their spending can sometimes spiral out of control because they're used to making a lot of money. So then all of a sudden you have one or two years where maybe the bonuses aren't as big or things like that. And then they start to get into trouble and can get into some of these same issues that we've been talking about. So there's ways to reactively respond to that, but the, but a better strategy is to proactively respond to that. And for your executive team, then you could dovetail financial education and counseling with your executive team with programs that are called executive wealth management programs. So many large companies partner with firms like ours and they have programs for their key executives that is individual financial planning being done where you as the company are paying for a a part or all of the planning services. Now, there's walls of confidentiality there. You never get to see anything about your employees' financial issues. But the reality is if it lowers their financial stress, then it's going to boost their productivity. And you want the productivity boosted of your high performers. Right. And that's going to just in in the long term be able to keep those key executives that you want with you by offering those services that are going to help them out. Right. So executive financial planning programs typically are going to include things like net worth analysis, cash flow planning, investment analysis, retirement planning, healthcare analysis, life insurance planning, things like that. It can be the whole ballywick of financial services that somebody might be looking at. But pulling all of their financials into a cohesive plan and having a specific strategy of how to go from where they are now to where they want to be that is built specifically and custom designed for them really does help ease financial stress 
for employees, especially for your executive teams. So an executive management program like that, um, most firms are going to charge a specific amount to do the planning. And so usually when you institute a corporate plan like that, it might be a flat fee, like, you know, $3,000, $4,000 per executive for the planning. And most of the time, the company picks up a pretty significant chunk of that fee. And the executive may be responsible for a small portion of it or maybe for none of it. But the the benefit to you as the employer for your executives getting their financial ducks in a row can be enormous. Right. And you can get together with a financial firm and design a custom plan of how you, you know, the level of topics that you want covered or the level that you're willing to pay. So you can really design and and build a plan that's going to, you know, adhere to most of your your key executives. So you know the kind of areas that maybe that they're, you know, expressing stress or you know need education on so those are areas that you can really customize that plan now one area that's unique to high paid executives is that frequently they're maxing out their typical retirement plans and then for them they really are looking for additional ways to save Mm -hmm. additional ways to set money aside especially from big bonuses or things like that so they maybe are used to living on their base salary but gosh if they just had a way to really invest some of those big bonuses they are likely to do that and have and have it be something that they know is boosting them forward in their own personal lives so this type of planning dovetails uh, uh, frequently with looking at whether or not it makes sense to add some type of executive compensation plan at your firm that allows them a way to actually set more money aside on top of your traditional 401k plan. So executive defined benefit compensation and things like that are are frequently used for high level executives and pairing up an executive personal wealth management program with an executive compensation strategy that sits on top of your 401k is really the one-two punch that shows your high-level performers that you care about their financial situation, but it's amazing to be able to be using in recruitment, and it also is a high level of retention because you're keeping your best people happy, less stressed, and they're not the ones that are 2.2 times more likely (laughs) to go find another job. You can check that off your box. It's something that you're addressing it and you're keeping those people and they're giving their full effort for you. Exactly. So we've talked about a lot of ways that you can create strategies to help reduce financial stress, which in turn is going to boost employee productivity at your workplace. And we hope you found these tools valuable. If there's any of them that you want to get more information on or you want to talk to us about potentially instituting at your firm, no matter where you are in the United States, we can work with companies at any location, then reach out to us and, and get in touch with us. Let's talk about what might make sense for your firm to benefit your employees, especially your highly compensated employees, and, and put these strategies in place to be able to take back that productivity and put it towards boosting your own company's bottom line. So thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can ensure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC.
Insurance offered through Stirk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Neither Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated nor its representatives provide tax or legal advice. You should consult a qualified attorney or tax professional to answer your specific questions. Stirk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dunes, South Dakota, 57049, and can be reached at 605-217-3555. Forbes' Best in State Wealth Advisors list includes 10 recipients per state. The award is based on qualitative and quantitative data, rating thousands of wealth advisors with a minimum of seven years of experience and weighing factors like revenue trends, assets under management, compliance records, industry experience, and best practices. The award is not based on portfolio performance or client reviews. There is no fee in exchange for rankings. Third-party rankings and recognitions are no guarantee of future investment success and do not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a higher level of performance or results. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client nor are they representative of any one client's evaluation. 